I think being able to identify what emotions you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and seeing them for just what they are, uh, emotions and knowing that they will pass over time, probably in the eye of the storm right now, but the storm will pass. And as long as you stick through, take one step at a time, you'll um, you'll be able to get out of that storm. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. I'm your host, Mang, as always, with my fellow co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, Mang? This coffee is good. It's coffee. Hey, look, I, I still don't know how you drink coffee, how people drink coffee like that. I love coffee. I mean, just like the way it tastes. Yeah, but it doesn't like it doesn't hit when you need it to hit. At least for me, that's why I don't mean? coffee like that. When I drink coffee and I need it to like, if I need it for energy or something, like in the past, uh, it would never hit when I need it to hit. So if I'm like studying for a final or something, it always come on like hours later when I'm trying to go to bed. Yeah. I was like, I, I ain't doing all this. So um, I just been opposed to coffee. And I don't like how it tastes. But you know what's weird? I will do like, I'll eat like coffee beans or coffee ice cream, but I can't drink it. It's weird. Interesting. Coffee ice cream is fire. I could see that. Coffee beans though. I could do like I could like the Trader Joe's has this uh like coffee ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it had like coffee beans and the ice cream in the sandwich. Fantastic, by the way. If you ever see it at Trader Joe's, but I was like, I can mess with this, but. Yeah, I'll do an occasional coffee bean, but I can't drink it. So I think you just need an energy drink in those Same foods. thing. It doesn't hit. It doesn't hit where I need it to hit. Oh, I don't know. You're drinking it for the wrong reasons then. <laughs> coffee for the wrong reasons. That's why I don't drink it, though. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I feel you. But today's question. Would you rather today's- travel to the past or the future? Oh, want me to answer that first? I'd rather travel to the future. I'd rather travel to the future because I wouldn't necessarily say if I traveled to the past, I would do anything totally different. Maybe a couple of things, but I can live with those. I would like to like see where I'm at in terms of like my lifestyle and my business and like the future. So I would want to see that. But I was under the impression that when I asked this question that you can't change anything, whether you go back in the past or the future, you're just seeing it. I'm not, I wouldn't change anything if I went to the future. Okay. Uh, I would pick the past. I'm going to the past. Why? I I don't want to know what happens in the future. I want to see, I want there to be intrigued with what happens in the future. In the past, I I get to see like a lot of how we got here, like how we got to this point. I want the future to be a surprise and to see what, what you create out of the, out of the future. So I, when we, you, when this question was posed, I was like, yeah, I want to go to the past because I want to see what comes out of the future and not have a head start to know if I get to this level or get to whatever level I get to. But 
I want to see how we got to this point. That makes sense. But the reason I chose the future is because I already saw the past. You know, I already saw it. But are we talking about our own past and future or just in general the past? Oh, I was talking about my own. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I would still choose the. I would still choose the the future if I was if I was just talking about like current events and stuff like stuff that goes on in the world. No, nah, I'm not. I will be dead. I like how far back in the past are we talking? <laughs> like, but I'm saying you can't. You can't change anything. Exactly. But I'm saying, but if you go to the future, and what if it's a future that you don't like for yourself? Then you're gonna try to do everything you can to change in your present. And what if that's what causes you to be in that future predicament in the first place? Yeah, but think of it like this, like when you said go to the past, I'm thinking like slavery, like discrimination, like there's still discrimination, but like segregation. Yeah. I'm talking things like that. I don't want to see that. Sure, but you don't have to, we don't have to go back that far. But that's what I'm saying. That's what, like how far <laughs> we're going. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not just, even that far if you think about it. Yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far. I, I'm just thinking, like, if I see something in the future and I don't like it, I think I would come back to the present and then try and change what's going to happen in the future. And I, that'd be in my head all the time. Yeah. So uh, I think I'd rather just go with the flow and see what the future what the future holds versus knowing what's going to happen and trying to change it if I don't like it. Yeah, that's that's true. That's interesting. I didn't even th- I didn't think of that, but <laughs> I'm standing on my answer. Uh, look, I expect you to. I'm standing on mine. Okay. <laughs> so today we're talking about lifestyle myths. So we're continuing our myth bunk- debunking. Oh my God, I can't talk. Myth debunking. And there's a few things about lifestyle that people believe. And I think Mang and I have different perspectives on this. Not different amongst ourselves, but different in terms of what people may think. So the first one is a healthy lifestyle is expensive. And I hear people say this a lot in like the weight loss realm. And I don't think a healthy lifestyle is is expensive. I think it's just takes more time and effort. And it's just easier to like go out to eat and grab quick food than it is to spend $150 at the grocery store in one like setting as opposed to um like spending like $15 at one time. So I think that's the perception that people have and that's why they think um a healthy lifestyle is more expensive than the other option. I also think that getting sick and being in a hospital is way more expensive than that than a healthy lifestyle. Um I know there's been a couple of times where I've been in the hospital for like intense back pain and like getting a MRI CT scan and the bill comes out to $12,000 or something like that for like 30 minutes and just me laying still and I'm like yeah no <laughs> I don't that's what kind of why I like yeah going to the hospital is like you want to you want to me personally I know you got to go I know they're important but it's like the bill that you can foot if you're in there for a long time or getting something invasive done or it's way more than if you, you know, I'm not saying that you can prevent going to the hospital because you can't, but if there's like lifestyle modifications that you can make that could prevent your chances of cardiovascular disease going down or 
you know, things like that, then I'm I'm all for that. To me, that makes sense to invest in, you know, a healthy lifestyle versus being sick in a hospital. And I know there's things that you can't control, but when it comes to like your habits and your eating habits and things like that, then I think you can make changes in that. And I just don't, you know, the hospital bills are mad expensive. So trying to avoid those as much as possible. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And also, I think it becomes expensive for other people too. Like if you're not at your best health, then other people around you have to either like skip work or take time out of their day to help you do things, which obviously that's what your family is for, but you don't want to inconvenience other people if you have control over certain things. For sure, for sure. And then myth number two, Happiness depends solely on external factors. And I think this is alluding to more of the things that you can, the experiences that you can have or having a lot of money, which allows you to have a lot of things, clothes, jewelry, cars, big house, things like that. But I think happiness also comes into what makes you feel fulfilled inside. Like, is it the relationships that you have? Is it the time that you get to spend with your kids or your family? Is it the, you know, getting the ability to go to different places and, and experience new things? Like it doesn't have to be just, you know, what you see on the outside. It's about what makes you feel fulfilled on the inside and what makes you happy and what makes you tick and what makes you push for, for better. What makes you want to help the next generation or what's going to make you your best self so that you can help as many people as possible, but still be feeling fulfilled inside and happy with the decisions that you make. Yeah. I think when people base their happiness on external factors, I think it's more so a trauma response or them just being scared to like really sit with themselves and figure out what truly makes them happy because in order to, get to that point you may have to overcome certain wounds or certain experiences so um this all goes back to knowing what you value and like you said knowing what fulfills you and um, taking time to figure that out for yourself um if you don't want to take that time you're gonna have to rely on external factors because there's no internal things that you can do at that point until you overcome those things facts And this leads into our personal growth section. So a lot of people go on like personal growth journeys by like reading a lot of um, like self-help books and things like that. And that kind of gives you the idea that it is all about being positive and constantly happy, but that's really not what personal growth is is about although that may be what is portrayed in like the books and on social media but really it's a it's instead of being positive all the time and constantly being happy I think it's more so about developing self-awareness developing um this knowledge of yourself so that in the times where you're not feeling positive or not feeling happy you're aware of like the things that are causing you to feel that way and working to get out of that. Yeah, no, I I agree with that 100%. I think being able to identify what emotions you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and seeing them for just what they are 
uh, emotions and knowing that they will pass over time, probably in the eye of the storm right now, but the storm will pass. And as long as you stick through, take one step at a time, you'll, um, you'll be able to get out of that storm. Um, but I also, our second one, um, fixing all of your flaws is personal growth is growth, which not, you could fix, I, I could be like a, I'm thinking about 2K and I, if I have a creative player and I'm a 60 overall and I get everything up to 99 uh, on everything, I'm still going to miss shots. I'm still going to have turnovers. I'm still going to make bad decisions. And that doesn't mean I'm, I'm according to the game, I'm literally perfect. I'm a 99 overall. I can't get any higher, but I'm still missing shots. Um, so I think even if you try to, to fix all your flaws, it doesn't mean that you're, you're, you're done growing. You, there's still always opportunities to grow. There's rooms that you got to put yourself in where you might not be the smartest or you might not be the have the most experience, but you still got to put yourself in those situations to allow yourself to continue growing. Because the moment you stop growing or stop trying to learn, then you start going the other way. And and so I think just because you try to fix all your flaws, there's probably things that you don't even know yet. And once you get to those higher levels, you, you start to figure out all right, well, I'm not good at this. I need to improve at this. And it's a constant, constant process. You're never going to fix everything. Yeah, I think going into a personal growth journey, I think you need to go in with the expectation that you're never going to be 100%. You're never going to be perfect, but striving to be like 1% better or striving to be better at certain aspects is going to help you, but also as you become better at that, like you said, you're going to realize you need to become better at other things and it's a never ending process. Um, and I think that's what makes it fun though. Mm-hmm. And addicting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I think when you put it that way, I think it, it's, it's part of the journey that you can look back. And I think this flows into the next one. That's only for the young. Um, growth is not only for the young. I think people can grow at different periods of life. Um, yeah, I think about when I look at some of my family members and as they are older, some things that they used to be hard on, like hard nose on, they've evolved because, you know, the kids have started to venture into different things that makes them rethink what they're, what they used to think. Um, and I think of like certain situations where I like, (laughs) like with me, um, growing up, my mom used to have a strict curfew with me, right? Um, when it comes time to play basketball games, it's like seven o'clock hits, eight o'clock hits. I can't go to any practices. I can't go to any games. My brother comes along 10 years later, soccer games, nine o'clock, going to Seattle for games and stuff. I couldn't do none of that. But you start to see that, you know, over time, you start to evolve a little bit. And just because you, you might think one thing is right, but then you see different evidence, different information that makes you have to reconsider how you were thinking before. So um, I don't think growth is only for the young. It's it's for people of all ages. You just have to be willing to accept that, hey, maybe there's a different way of, of doing things. Yeah, that reminds me of that question that we talked about. I don't remember what episode this was on, but when I asked, um, what is something you felt strongly about in the past, but you changed your mind on? I think that's like the ultimate example of growth because there's a lot of things that I used to truly believe that now I'm like, eh, maybe yes, maybe no, depending on the situation. Um, So it's 
not only for the young, it's actually as you like get older, you tend to experience more growth because you have more experiences to pull from, um, more knowledge. So if anything, I would say is I wouldn't I don't think this is true, but instead of it being for the young, I think it's more so for the mature, I guess. And the next one, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but people think growth is a linear process. I think that nothing is a linear process. There's going to be ups and downs, but there are things that you can do to make it more streamlined, I guess I would say. Um, so trying to get better every day, making certain decisions that lead to or get you closer to like your your goal or whatever you're trying to improve at over time, that'll get you there quicker. But I always think there's going to be ups and downs. It's just more so limiting how much downs you have or having more good times than bad times. And the yeah. same thing with like, like I think of like rehab. Like people have, or or even going to the gym, like there's going to be good days where you're able to like feel very strong and like push through everything and, and feel like you're on top of the world. But then there's other days where you don't feel as good, your performance isn't as high, but just putting that effort in is what kind of makes that process more streamlined as opposed to like kind of being stuck in the rut. Yeah, no, I, I think you hit that perfectly, being able to understand that there's going to be ups and downs and you're going to get knocked down, but you know, you get back up and put your daily deposit in them trying to get a little bit better. And over time, things will improve, things will compound. Um, and I, I think that's, that's just, that's just part of the process. Like it's a up and down being able to go up the hill and then you know, that you might get pushed down it, but you're going to make your way back up again. Yep. And then Next one, avoiding failure. Just like we talked about the there being ups and downs. You can view your downs as failure points, but they're actually um, things you want to experience because when you're failing or when you're having a bad day, there's always things that you can learn from. And then once you learn from those, you may not make the same mistakes or you may approach situations that got you there that time, but in the future, approach those differently. And that's what elicits that growth that we're talking about. So you don't want to avoid failure. You actually want to embrace it and figure out what you want to learn from it, what you can learn from it. Well, there's usually a lot of things that you can learn from a failed experience, and then you can use that experience for the next time a similar situation comes, ac comes across. I know tomorrow's not, um, tomorrow's not promised, but if you get the opportunity to get to the next day, then you can use what you have learned from the previous day and use that to build on that on the next day. That's that's on the, on the tomorrow, basically. Um, and then last thing, it's about selfishness. And I think, you know, you hear about people going through their personal growth journey. Um, this doesn't mean you're self-centered or you're neglecting others, but you're working to build a relationship with yourself to be able to be your best self so that you can help um, contribute to the relationship that you have and help the the people around you that you may be um, interacting with. So it doesn't mean that, you know, just because you are going through this journey doesn't mean that, you know, you're not thinking about anybody else, but you're trying to just be your best self 
at that time for the people that you're interacting with or the people that you're trying to help. So don't think of it as you're being selfish, but think about think about the big picture and think about the long term game of, you know, this is about the impact that you're gonna have in the in the long run. So it's not selfish to want to focus on yourself because you can't help people if your cup is empty. If your cup's not full, you can't pour into other people's cups to give them water. So just, you know, keep going through your journey and and you know, try to be the best that you can be for that day, understanding that, you know, if 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 you can't water anything, then nothing's gonna grow. You heard the man, you can't pour from an empty cup. I don't have anything else to add for that, add to that. So if you don't ring, uh we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the King Mang Audio Experience. Make sure to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you in the next episode.